here's your host for overtime, Lee Patterson. That hard to turn the knobs. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Overtime. I'm Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us today on Wednesday, August 23rd. Hope you are having a great afternoon so far. And we're ready to catch you up on high school football that kicked off last week all around the state of Arizona. Small school football started last week. We'll uh, touch a little on EAC soccer that's got their programs going for the first time ever. So there is a lot, a lot to talk about. So, you know, let's... What is going on? We are going to start with scores from last week in high school football all across the state of Arizona. I've got 12 pages of scores to go over. I think the font's bigger this year. I don't remember it being 12 pages of sports scores from last week. All right, let's get things going. Paradise Honors beat Thatcher 35-14 last week. Marinci over ALA Ironwood 6 to nothing. ALA West Foothills beat Odyssey Institute 41 to nothing. Antelope over Palo Verde 12 to 6. Chandler Prep beat Arate Prep 42 to 6. Baghdad beat Maryvale Prep 60 to 8. Bisbee over Benson 43 to 13. Blue Ridge 60 to 12 over Monument Valley. Mojave put 75 points up on Borgade beating them 75 to 6. Sabino over Coolidge 55-28. Benjamin Franklin shut out the Crisman Rattlers in their first game 40 to nothing. Desert Height preps over Fredonia, 59-6. Lordsburg beat Duncan, 64-36. Dysart over Santan Foothills, 35-14. Florence over Gilbert Christian, 42-28. Bobby Kivery over Fort Thomas, 44-0. Wickenburg beat Ganado, 34-0. Camp Verde over Glendale Prep, 48-12. Globe shut out ALA Anthem South, 34-0. El Capitan fell to Grace, Idaho, 34-16. Hayden beat Superior 70 to nothing. Hopi beat Gray Hill 60 to nothing. Chin Lee and Kingman was canceled. Fountain Hills beat Kofa 37-13. Lincoln Prep beat Anthem Prep 66-6. Veritas Prep beat Madison Highland 48 to nothing. Mugion beat Sam Manuel 38 to nothing. Joe City and Mojave Accelerated were canceled. Heritage Academy Levine beat NFL Yet 61 to nothing. Cicero Prep beat North Phoenix Prep 54 to nothing. Page beat Chino Valley 42 to 13. Our game of the week, Safford beat Payson 35-14. Tankaverde over Phoenix Christian 19 to 6. St. David beat Ray 50 to nothing. Scottsdale Christian over Santan Charter 41-13. Scottsdale Prep beat Coronado 48 to nothing. Valley Christian over Tempe 44 to 2. Salome beat Tempe Prep 50 to 6. Arizona Lutheran beat Wilcox 32-21. Winslow over Window Rock 42-0. Wingate New Mexico beat Mini Farms 50-0. And River Valley beat Yuma 56-20 in games from last week. Let's talk a little bit about our local games. Um, Paradise Honor over Thatcher 35-14. That game was 14-14. 
And then after Thatcher tied it at 14 on the ensuing kickoff, Paradise Honors went 64 yards for a touchdown and never looked back after that. 35-14 in favor of Paradise Honor. Uh, A little surprised, uh, not going to lie, that Marinci only put up six points against ALA Ironwood. I did see an article after the game uh, about the game, and Coach... Richard Davis' quote was, our, our team did not play well at all. So I didn't see any game film. I did see that uh, the, some stats, the stats looked fine. Uh, they did, And the touchdown, it looked like, was scored on a defensive touchdown. So they've got some work to do this week in practice. I think a big surprise, Bisbee putting up 43 points on Benson, 43-13. And for those that have seen Benson, or excuse me, Bisbee the last couple of years, and it's been ground and pound and run it out, big offensive line, big running backs, just run and run and run, completely opposite this year. New head coach, they've gone spread, and they scored 43 in their first game against Benson. So don't write Bisbee off this season just yet. Sabino, 55-28 over Coolidge. That one was pegged as a big season matchup. Sabino is the preseason favorite in 3A. Uh, they've got all of their skill position back, led by Cam Hackworth at quarterback, and they are fast and dynamic. Uh, they showed that in that win over Coolidge. Uh, Lordsburg and Duncan, I talked to a couple of people that were at that game. Um, it was 64-36, Lordsburg on top. Uh, talk about a, a high-scoring game, but uh, Duncan, they said Duncan had some chances they were they were in it for a while it got stretched out a little bit late but Duncan didn't get it give up in it they've got a big game this week against Fort Thomas we'll talk about that in a little bit Fort Thomas against Bobby Kivery on the end other end of a 44 nothing game there they got to shake it off they've got a short week they play tomorrow at Duncan so we will uh we'll talk about that in our preview section coming up other games of local interest or things that surprised me in the first round. Our game, 35-14 win for Safford over Payson. And we had that game last Friday night here on KATO. I told the coaching staff after the game that I felt like that was the most complete Safford football game in years, in every aspect, in offense, in defense, in special teams, in coaching, in tackling, in ball control, in they were they were up twenty to nothing early on three early touchdown passes. Uh, Jojo Ruelas, I think I had him for two seventy eight. I think officially they had him for two fifty five. Still a good night. Four four passing touchdowns, and they were up early. The coaching staff came back uh, past me on and when they came back up top after the halftime break, and said we've got to run the football if we're going to win this game in the second half. And then they went out and ran the football in the second half and controlled the clock and used their speed, used their strength, and they, it, they played well in every aspect of the game. They, they really did. I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that Safford won the game. I'm surprised in how dominant Safford was in winning the game. And they, they played really, really well. And that was a big win for them, big win for the staff, big win for the players as well. Other games, Scottsdale Christian over Santan Charter. That was supposed to be a two versus a three. I think it's Pima and Scottsdale Christian this year in 2A. I really do. I, do, I just don't uh, 
I don't know that anybody else in 2A. Arizona Lutheran showed that they might be able to. 32-21 win over Wilcox. I had Wilcox in my preseason top five. I did not have Arizona Lutheran anywhere near. Maybe that's my fault. Uh, but, you know, a 32-21 win over Wilcox early on in the season will definitely help out those guys. Welcome into overtime. Though We started about nine minutes early today, so those of you just tuning in at 1230 going, why is he talking already? That's because we started about nine minutes early today. That's when the, uh, the local news break uh, was over, so we just jumped on. You're listening to Overtime on KATO. We just got through last week's football matchups, and let's go. You know what? Let's take a... Let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we will look at this week's matchups in high school football right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today on August 23rd. Hope you are having a great day. A little bit cloudy, a little bit rainy, a little bit hazy as the remnants of the tropical storm headed up from Texas are making their way over eastern Arizona today. Uh, they predicted a little bit more rain than this, I think, but maybe it's coming. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I've been looking at at sporting and not weathering uh, so far today. Let's jump into this week's football schedule. We'll start at 3A. We'll go down to 1A. The big schools start this week, but we don't really talk about those guys here on Overtime. We'll go first with uh, at the Walk-Up Sky Dome. Scottsdale Prep will take on Hopi. At 4 o'clock. These are tomorrow. These are Thursday games. Scottsdale Prep against Hopi at the Walk-Up Sky Dome at NAU tomorrow at 4. Wickenburg at ALA West Foothills. Coolidge at Benjamin Franklin. Coronado at Cortez. Fort Thomas will be at Duncan, and so will we be. We're going to add you a second game this week. We'll take an eight-man trip tomorrow to Duncan High School. 7 o'clock kickoff. Fort Thomas and Duncan both 0-1. Uh, we'll be there to broadcast that one uh, thanks to uh, some new sponsors, uh, the Ranch House Restaurant and Duncan Valley Electric. We'll be up there tomorrow to give you that broadcast as well. So we'll have uh, two games this week here on KATO. Chino Valley will be at Kingman Academy tomorrow. Superior at Tempe Prep. Williams will host Alamo, Nevada. And Estrella Foothills will be at Yonker as well. So that's that's a big that's a big uh, Thursday schedule for high school football. Prepared, be prepared for that this year, though. I was I was told yesterday that there is a, an official shortage in the state of Arizona, and more games will be moved to Thursday night than usual to be able to accommodate uh, for the official shortage. So, for example, tomorrow night's for Thomas and and. Duncan game will be on Thursday night. Two weeks from now, when Marinci and Pima lock up a rematch of last year's two-way state championship game, that game has been moved to September 7th, which is a Thursday night as well, also to accommodate for officials. Uh, our area is assigned from Sierra Vista, the Co- Cochise County area, and our area are assigned by that area official. So as somebody asked on social media yesterday if we knew which games bumped that game to Thursday, and it's not, it, I don't know that it's any of our local games. I think it's games taking place down in Cochise County and the surrounding areas. So that's just my 
unofficial. That's my un un. That's just my guess. That's my opinion. For whatever it's worth. Uh, now three A football games on Friday. Paradise Honors is at Mojave at three o'clock. They'll take that one at the Anderson Auto Group Fieldhouse in Mojave. Douglas is at ALA Ironwood. Chin Lee at Alchesay. Gilbert Christian at Arizona Lutheran. St. John's will take on Blue Ridge. Borgate Catholic over at Fountain Hills. Kingman is at Kofa. Kanab, Utah will head to Monument Valley. Holbrook will be at Page. Yuma will take on Parker. Winslow at Payson. Marinci will head up to take on Round Valley at the Dome. Pima is at Safford, and we'll be there as well. Uh, there should be a big crowd Friday night at Safford High School as the Rough Riders are in town, especially after Safford's big win last last week. If you remember last year, Safford won week one, then went to Pima week two, and Pima was on fire that night and really took it to Safford. Safford with a big win last week. Now they're hosting Pima, and it will be Pima's first game. I'm excited to see it. I, I it should be a good football game. I mean, it, it, if you're in town on Friday night, I think you should be at Safford High School as well uh, with your earphones in listening to the ball game because that, that's that got the makings to be a pretty good football game. Uh, Sabino will be at Saguaro. Push Ridge will go up to Sholo, also at the walk-up Skydome. Crisman is at Thatcher. Crisman in their second-ever game ever uh, as, as a varsity program will take on Thatcher. They both will be looking for their first win. That game will be at Eastern Arizona College at 7 o'clock Friday night. Tuba City is at Window Rock, and Dysart will take on River Valley. Two-way football. RHA Prep at ALA Anthem South. Sequoia Pathway is at Benson. Madison Highland will be at Bisbee. Scottsdale Christian at Camp Verde. St. John Paul II will take on Chandler Prep. Gray Hills Academy at Globe. San Carlos will be at Mountainside. Catalina at NFL Yet. Highland Prep at Red Mesa. Pinon will be at San Pasquale. Tanca Verde will be at Santan Charter. Trivium Prep at Santa Cruz. Phoenix Christian at Shadow Mountain. Heritage Academy Levine will be at Tombstone. Wilcox will travel most of the way across the state to take on Tonopah. Glendale Prep at Valley Lutheran. And Tuba City at Window Rock. That is 2A football this week. 4-8 man across the state of Arizona. Diamond Ranch at Fredonia has been canceled. That's from They are from Hurricane, Utah. Uh, that game has been canceled. Fredonia will be at Beaver Dam, Nevada. Dysart Heights will be at Anthem Prep. St. David at Baba Kivri. Hayden at Baghdad. Sam Manuel at Cicero Prep. Walter Canyon, Utah at El Capitan. Joe City at Lincoln Prep. Mojave Accelerated at Maryville Prep. Valley Union will take on Ray in Ray. Mogion and Rock Point has been canceled. North Phoenix Prep at Salome at the 1A level. Tons of... I, I was looking at the 1A. As I was reading through the 1A scores from last week, it felt like every game was a shutout. It, it's the, the... At the 1A level, the haves and the haves-nots are getting further apart, it feels like. Maybe it's just early season matchups. Maybe that'll even itself out uh, throughout the uh, the year. But, man, seems like there is a lot of Shutouts early on in football. Now let's take a look at statistical leaders after the first week. Obviously, not everybody played last week, but we're going to look at where 
those stand in just in their region, not at the state level, just in their conference. Just so three A, three A, two A, one A. Actually, this I think this is just three A offense that I printed. Uh, the leading passer after one week, Cam Hackworth from Sabino at 200, 386 yards. Uh, the second is Jojo Bruelis from Safford, 255 yards. Gage Baker from Paradise Honors, who threw for 253 yards against Thatcher last week. Mickey Smith from River Valley threw for 241. Hudson Mitten from Arizona Leadership Academy West uh, threw for 206 in, a, in their game last week. That's the top four, actually the top five. Then it goes Gunner Link from Valley Christian, Kai Brown from Dysart, Joe Yoni Jr. from Mojave, Nolan Keeney from Payson. And Keeney was the backup quarterback who came in. The starting quarterback, LeBlanc, got hurt for Payson in the first half. And Nolan Keeney, the sophomore, came in for Payson, threw for 112 yards in the second half. And he's in the top 10. And then Jet Brewster from ALA Ironwood threw for 81 yards against Marinci. On the rushing side of things, Josh Jackson from Florence went for 265 yards in their season opening win. He's by far the leading rusher. Uh, Tanner Maines had 162 for Mojave. Jaden Plotkin for River Valley had 149. Michael Say-Cali from River Valley also had 147. Javante Wall from Coolidge had 142. Clayton Smid from Wickenburg had 126. And there's JoJo Ruelas, 110 yards rushing from the quarterback spot as well. Gets him in the top 10. Ridge Allen from Ben Franklin had 110. Joe Yoni from Mojave with 104. And Gavin Gunter from Coolidge with 99 yards in their first week. Uh, receiving, Shamar Berryhill from Sabino with 199. Cole Goodman, Safford, number four last week with 110 yards, three touchdown catches for Cole Goodman. Chris Chateau right behind him from Safford with 93 yards, so two Bulldogs in the top five. On the scoring side of things, Cole Goodman, uh, had uh, they have him for 12 points, so two touchdowns for Cole Goodman, and he's the only Bulldog in the top ten. Total yards, Cam Hackworth at Sabino for 431. Jojo Ruelas, 368 total yards, gets him the number two spot from last week. Uh, Defensively, Chris Chateau from Safford had 10 tackles in the first game. That puts him in the top five. Tristan Sanchez had two sacks in their game, which puts him in the top. So this is state level. This is not just 3A. Uh, This is state level. Uh, Marinci's Tristan Sanchez had two sacks last week, and... Tons of people with one interception in their game. Only one field goal made last week as well in the state. Mm, let's see if there's anything else of interest in uh, this. Is So this is 2A. Oh, Marinci is 3A now. See, my brain has not clicked that Marinci is 3A now. Uh, now 2A stats from last week. Passing, Jack Atkinson from Scottsdale Christian threw for 335 yards. Sebastian Lopez from Bisbee, 287 yards. I can't remember a night that a Bisbee quarterback threw for 287 yards. Uh, Zayden Neal from Santan Charter. Uh, Cash McCumber from Wilcox for 128 yards. Uh, offensively, Ishmael Cuevas from Wilcox led all rushers in, in 2A with 155 yards rushing. Sebastian Lopez led the state in scoring last week with 24. He threw he had four offensive touchdowns in that one. So when when uh, the small schools play, it's fun to see those names atop the state leaderboard. We're going to take another break here on 
overtime. When we come back, we'll uh, switch gears over to Eastern Arizona College and take a look at uh, soccer, volleyball starting at home tonight. We'll see how they did over at in Roswell, New Mexico as well. Coming up after this. Hey guys, it's been hot out, like super hot. And if you've been thinking about trying Liquid IV, I've got a deal for you. You can get 20% off when you grab Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use code RADIOGUY at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code RADIOGUY at liquidiv.com. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson, thanks for joining us today. August 23rd, second show of the season and week two of high school football. We've talked about last week. We've previewed this week. And we will now uh, switch gears to Eastern Arizona College Athletics. And let's start off with uh, women's soccer. They picked up their first win of the season against Trinidad State last night. The Lady Monsters earned their first win against Trinidad State. The contest ended in a shutout, 5 to nothing. Two goals by Emma Lindsay, one goal by Kara Camp, and two goals by Cillian Pereira. Uh, Coach Long says the girls passed and moved the ball nicely, creating several scoring opportunities. It was nice to find the back of the net a couple of times and give everyone some game experience. Marley Sanford had two assists, along with assists from Abby Haslam, Maddie Haslam, and Kylie Holt. The Monsters travel to Texas to battle Hill College tomorrow and Western Texas College on August 26th. So a big win, first win in program history. On the men's side, the men's side picked up a win last night, 3-1 to one, over Trinidad as well in their first game. Uh, but on Saturday, it was a tie. It was a 2-2 tie against CSN. So th- they oh, they opened up the with the soccer siege on Saturday, the doubleheader against College of Southern Nevada. And there were tons of people out there. Uh, well, there was a lot of guys, a lot of people out there to watch soccer. And uh, both the men and the women ended in ties. The women 3-3, the men 2-2. Uh, a little write-up on the men. Uh, Monster Soccer opened, uh, kicked off on August 19th at John Mickelson Field. The Monster struggled at first to find their rhythm, allowing the Coyotes to score in the first 10 minutes of a nice set piece, making the Monsters chase the whole game. The goal seemed to wake the Monsters as... They began chipping away the 34th minute when when Anthony Barrios found Joao Martins da Silva on a corner kick that was headed into the back of the net. Four minutes later, a clearance from Nicaro Williams was controlled by Joao da Silva just past midfield and played back to Leonardo Paso Sacchino, who dribbled to the back of the line. Paso Sacchino spotted Barrios, probing the back line of the defense and released him through. Anthony Barrios took off an, an off-angle shot that was deflected onto the foot of Bruno Hurtado, who scored the second goal on a quick combination only lasting 12 seconds. The second half slowed down tremendously due to multiple stoppages on both sides. The Coyotes and Monsters had many opportunities with only CSN finding the back of the net for a free kick giving, uh, given right in front of the box. The game ended in a 2-2 tie at the end of 90 minutes and the Monsters uh, then took on Trinidad yesterday and got that 3-1 win. So both teams got their first wins ever in program history. That forever will be a a trivia question who uh, was the first team eastern arizona college men and women beat both answers trinidad state college Uh, eastern arizona college volleyball will start at home tonight Uh, they were at the new mexico military classic in roswell new mexico where they played five matches and here's a recap of this one the lady monsters traveled to roswell for their season opener Uh, played a nimi team who was ranked eighth 
in the country. The team was loaded uh, with some key returners. EAC used the game as a learning opportunity to apply to the next game against Vernon. The team was led in kills by Liv Lunt, four blocks by Emma Orton, and nine digs by Quincy Cummard, or Camard. Uh, Eastern dropped 3 nothing to New Mexico Military. On day two, they took, took on Vernon College and won 3 nothing. Uh, game high kills at 11, Melanie Merrill and 12. Uh, with, uh, Melanie Merrill, game high digs. Melanie Merrill and Macy Anway had nine in that one. Against Tyler College, always a tough opponent. Gave EAC a very solid squad of great defenders and some amazing offensive players. Tyler worked hard to keep EAC on their toes. Tyler was up by five points late in the first set. Uh, late in sets one and two, but the Lady Monsters kept their focus and fought their way back one point at a time and got the win. The Coach K said, the girls showed some grit, and at this point we started to see some chemistry in our lineup. It was good to get the win. Blocking was huge in getting this win. Uh, led Liv Lunt with nine. Steliana Chakarova had 15 kills for Eastern in that one. And on day three, they played Odessa College, who's in the top five in the national polls. The Lady Monsters struggled to keep up with the fast opponent. Took us a little too long to adjust this. Coach K, by the time we started to play, it was too late. We'll use this as experience to continue to hone our lineup, she said, of the 3-0 loss. And then finally, they took on Laramie College. And close first set, losing 29-27 after being down 8. The Lady Monsters beat Laramie 3-1 in the final. Really pulling uh, our hitting and blocking was amazing, said Coach. And it was a good win. Liv Lunt led in kills with 16. Steliana had 14, 10 for Brianna O'Donnell in that one. The Lady Monsters will take on Scottsdale tonight at Eastern Arizona College to get their home season underway. So nice start to the season for Eastern Arizona College Athletics in that one. And uh, it should be a packed house. If you've not been to an Eastern Arizona College uh, volleyball match, go check it out tonight. Uh, they are usually packed. The student section does a nice job there as well. Arizona Diamondbacks have figured it out. They, uh, they, you know, they got past the month of July, which was terrible for the Diamondbacks. They've, they're on, uh, I think, a five-game streak right now and uh, you'll be able to hear them tonight here on kato a uh, 6-3 win last night over the texas rangers and it was a little shaky at the uh i, I lied they have an off night tonight they play the reds at home ellie Dela cruz and the reds head into town to take on the diamondbacks but the the D-backs starting to play well. Uh, next week, we'll have college football. ASU kicks off next Thursday night against Southern Utah. Arizona on next Saturday against Northern Arizona. So it's, sport, it's sporting season in the Gila Valley, and that is uh, it's, it's probably my favorite time of year. It really is to be able to see – all the local athletes, the college athletes, the pro athletes, and then you've got the the, the Arizona Cardinals. They uh, will kick off their season on the tenth of September, and they've there is no expectations for the Cardinals this year. There's just not. I mean, nobody expects them to win anything 
this year. So now this is the season for them to do it. I mean, it's going to be tough, but they've got to be able to get something done, though. I, I don't know if they can. New coaches, new coaches, new GM. I, I like the guys that they brought in. I, I just, I just don't know about the production on offense yet. I have seen the the two preseason games, and I like what I've seen so far. But the player that's going to be running the offense is not going to be there for a couple of weeks. So I don't know. With Kyler Murray still out, Colt McCoy is most likely going to be the starter going into the season for the Cardinals. I actually like Colt McCoy. I. I don't have a problem with Colt if Colt McCoy was the starting quarterback, I wouldn't have a problem. Uh, but he's we'll see where they're at when Kyler Murray comes back and see how see how fast the rehab keeps going. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, if you're if you're Kyler Murray and your team starts zero and four or zero and five, that that rehab may all of a sudden just take a little bit longer to get done. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what they're able to do. I'm excited to see though. I mean, I'm still going to watch. I'm still going to be a Cardinals fan, but they've got they've got some they've got some teams to start the season. I mean, they're the, the year to be down a little bit is is not this season. I mean, if you look at the their early games this year, uh they've got the Vikings Saturday in a preseason game. And then they're off until September 10th when they go to Washington to take on the Commanders. Then they're home against the Giants on the 17th, home against the Cowboys on the 24th, at the Niners on October 1st, home against the Bengals on October 8th, at the Rams October 15th, at the Seahawks October 22nd, home against the Ravens the 29th of October. I mean, tell me, tell me where the wins are going to come. Maybe at Washington? Yeah, m- Maybe at Washington one win in their first five I think if we're lucky I don't know it always should be I'm still gonna watch I mean it's the NFL they're all pro guys I mean they're they're all athletes it could they could surprise us I hope they do it makes for a better season when the team that you uh cheer for is having a good season so that'll do it for us here today on overtime I appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Uh, if you only caught some of this, so you can catch it as a podcast this afternoon. It'll be up around 2.30 on anywhere you can get a podcast. It'll be up. Just search overtime for Lee Patterson or go to gilavalleycentral.net and you can play it directly from the player there. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, Duncan High School, Fort Thomas and Duncan. And then Friday night, we'll be at Safford High School as the Pima Rough Riders come into town to take on the Bulldogs. Two great games this week in Duncan tomorrow night at Safford on Friday night. Thanks and have a good one. Haven of